Join me, Chelsea Erson, on season three of my podcast, Dear Young Rocker. Tune in to hear some of my favorite musicians tell stories from their awkward musical beginnings, reconnect with the teenager they used to be, and remember what it's like to fall in love with your favorite band for the first time. Listen to Dear Young Rocker Season 3 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Some kids have two parents. Sometimes they're together. And sometimes they're divorced. Some kids have one parent and another who is not around often or maybe has never been at all. Families can look very different, and that can cause a kid to feel left out, excluded, and ridiculed even. I think the saddest feeling I've ever had was when I finally understood what divorce meant for my family. You know, at the time, I was still a kid. I didn't know what was going on. So I grew up in a single-parent household with only my mother. My father was not there, but and my mother... they told me that she was I really every single year. You're going through life, and it's tough. But what's going to happen to you? How do you get through it? Does anyone even understand? I wish someone could tell me what to do. Hi, I'm Samantha Logan, and this is We Got You, a podcast for kids whose hard questions are answered by the older teenage kids who have already been through it. In our next two episodes, we are talking about divorce and more specifically when a parent is absent from your life. My guest today is 16-year-old Taylor. Taylor's parents divorced when she was really young, and having her dad missing from school events was super hard on her. And she tells us what that felt like when she was in middle school and how she feels about it all now. My name is Taylor. I'm 15 years old, and I'm from Elisa Viejo, California. So when I was four or five, my parents went through a divorce. It wasn't a pretty good one either. Me and my sisters were had to stay in a foster group home until one of them got custody of us. So it was not a very good time. We got a new apartment and we started school. And basically school was kind of hard because my mom is a single parent. And I went to a new school and that's where I basically started getting bullied and everything from a young age, having people call me names because every time there's an event, only and my parents wouldn't come because my mom was too busy as a single parent, they'd be like, oh, your parents don't care. And it was like, they do care. They're just working really hard. And no one really understands that at a young age. I felt self-conscious about my father being around fourth grade, maybe. They had this thing where the fathers would come in, and it was like a Father's Day thing before actual Father's Day. And everyone's fathers came except mine. And my mother couldn't show up that day because she was too busy. So I was just alone, feeling so self-conscious that I didn't have anyone to be there with me. And I didn't have that person to count on. And just knowing that I wasn't going to find another one just kind of made me like so self-conscious of going to these kinds of events. 
where you need to have like your father present or like how growing up like how your father's a super protective father and like how he's like meet your first boyfriend and stuff like that I knew like growing up I wouldn't have that that made me feel like alone in that department was just having one parent I felt like that one parent was trying their hardest to be two but for me it felt like there's still like an empty space there it was hard because I did have people who were like why don't you have a dad is your mom just single did they get divorced and stuff like that and if it said yes they're like oh you only have one parent that's super funny and make fun of me though it's like people who don't have that mindset of why they only have one parent kind of made me feel alone. Sometimes growing up, kids are told the reality of, of how life actually is. They're told, like, this is, like, society, this is normal. But if someone brings something else that's not normal, they automatically have to make fun of it or they think it's strange and they turn away from it. I thought that, like, my past was going to catch up to me and be like, Oh, you can't live this way because you have this background. The way I grew up to now, I feel like I would have been someone different if I didn't get out of that mindset. Having that fear like someone's going to tell me I can't do this because of what happened seven years ago. I did have a lot of anxiety growing up with that apparent and thinking my past would come up and I wouldn't be what I wanted to be. It wasn't my fault that these things happened but I can still move on from them. They had divorced like a couple years after I was born. Me being the youngest, I was like, why are they doing this? And my sisters were all upset. And basically I felt like it was my fault because being the youngest of the house means like you were born last. Maybe you weren't supposed to be born. Maybe you were. Like you never know the reason why. So just having that mentality of being like, oh, I'm the youngest, it's my fault because I don't know if they wanted me or not or if I was planned. And my mom's like, yeah, you were planned. It's just your father. And I was like, yeah, but still, maybe he didn't want to have me. Maybe he didn't want me to be born. Like, you never know. What made me understand it wasn't my fault was I wasn't the one that told them to get divorced. I wasn't the one that said, I am born, you guys need a divorce now. Or like, I wasn't the one who caused all the problems or whatever thing was wrong with my dad and the way he treated everyone. You don't know what's going on with others. So you're just trapped in your own shell feeling like this is only on you. You have like all this weight on your back because no one's really putting out there that, oh, they have divorced parents, or oh, they've, they've been in foster care for that long. So until someone like explains, oh, I've had the same thing happen to me, or yeah, my parents are divorced too, you're not alone in that, you feel like you're the only one carrying that weight. Understanding that I wasn't alone how I came to realize that was, one, my sisters were going through the same exact thing as I was going through. And two, I had a friend who had almost the exact same problem I was going through. And being able to talk to her 
and her talk to me about how we felt kind of just made me feel like I wasn't the only one going through the same thing and I wasn't the only one going through problems. Everyone can go through problems. Bullies can go through problems that you might not understand. That's why they're taking it out on you, maybe, because they have no outlet or no one to talk to. If you are feeling alone, you can reach out to anyone because I know that's a big thing I didn't really have. I would tell my younger self that I would be able to do anything. I should know what my path is. I should be able to be what I want and not have to live, like, feel like I'm on a leash because of something that happened that I couldn't control. I feel like my younger self would be proud of who I'm becoming and where I want to go. I can tell anyone one thing that's younger is that you're not alone. So now is the part of the show where we take questions from you out there. We ask kids to age 9 through 13 around the country through various networks to submit, and we had lots of responses. So if you would like to submit a question for future episodes, DM us on our Instagram account, We Got You Show. For today's panel of experts, Taylor is also joined by Melissa, who has her own featured episode coming up soon. Do you think that you would have been brave enough to talk to your parents about what you felt about their divorce when you were younger? Personally, no, because when parents are fighting, you don't want to make them more angry. But I would encourage younger viewers to talk to their parents, even if it's just one individual at a time, so they don't break down or have that all inside of them until one day they just can't do it anymore. I totally agree. And I feel like I probably personally wouldn't have been able to do it either to tell my parents because just as a kid, you know, you know that certain things will upset your parents. And if you know that they're fighting, you already know that they're upset. You always want to make your parents happy. You want to impress your parents. So your goal is just to be okay. That's why it's so confusing for kids at that time. Whenever they see their parents fighting, you just want to know, you know, what's going on, but you don't want to make them upset. Therefore, I feel like it's why kids also blame themselves. My mom makes an effort to see me on her weekends that she has me. But when I'm with her, I feel like she doesn't care. She's on her phone a lot or she's taking more calls. And it makes me really mad. And I don't know why. What should I do? I would try to have a sit down with this mom. Even though you might be scared, It's easier to have a sit down, talk to her, express how you feel, because then she'll understand, hey, maybe I need to stop taking work calls or maybe do less of taking work calls while I'm with you so you don't feel this way or not be on my phone so much and interact with you so we can have a better connection, a better bond. Because if you don't express that to your parent, it's never going to change. It's just going to keep happening. And... Just the parents going to be like, oh, they don't care when really you're keeping it inside and you do care. Like you said, she makes her best effort to try and see you the weekends that she has you. She's still making the effort, which is really something important that you should keep in mind that your parent is still making the effort. And I know that work calls can sometimes be 
hard and she's always on her phone. And I do agree that you should sit down and talk to her and let her know. Just like us kids, sometimes we don't really realize what we're doing until somebody points it out. So maybe your mom doesn't realize, oh, I'm on my phone too much and you feel this way. Maybe she doesn't realize it makes you angry. So she doesn't know. So sometimes our role as kids is to also let our parents know what they're doing to make us feel better. So what I would do is just let her know, you know, hey, I don't know if you've noticed or you can tell, but it makes me angry when you're always on the phone when I just want to spend time with you. I think that just when we're little, we really don't know or think how it's going to come out. We think it's going to come out the wrong way and we're afraid. But the reality is, is that's how you build a bigger connection and a better bond with just anybody. Just being able to express yourself will make you feel better even though you don't know it or you don't think so. And it's just scary. The scariest things are probably the best things for you. It's okay to be scared to communicate, but don't let that get in the way from actually expressing how you feel. Other ways you can communicate with your parent if you're too afraid to talk to them would be slideshows, presentations, text messages if you just want to text, phone calls so you're not sitting right in front of them. Any ways that you can think of, um, Google Sheets you can use, just or you can write a letter to your parent and send it to them, just so you, if you don't feel like talking straight to their face and you're uncomfortable with that, they still get the hint, hey, she feels uncomfortable with this, we should change a little bit so they can have that environment that they can feel safe and they have that motivation to go see them the letter is a really good idea sometimes that's also hard for kids to express everything that they're feeling so if you have a family member like an older family member go and talk to them and say hey you know this is how I feel do you mind if I talk to you about it because as a family member they want to see from your side and they'll understand you a little bit more And then maybe then they can communicate that, you know, you're not too happy or you're feeling some sort of way to your parent. Also having really understanding friends in my communities who've also dealt with divorce also really helped to be able to talk to them, get get their side, get their advice, what I can do. So I had to experience everything, you know, on my own and kind of figure it out. But what I did was I was able to talk to, you know, like my aunts. And the main one that was really supportive was my grandma. You know, my mom was as well to communicate towards, you know, the side of my dad. So, you know, as long as you have somebody that will listen to you, it's just going to make you, even though if you don't get the chance to express it, it'll make you feel heard and it'll make you feel good. And, you know, maybe you'll get the courage enough to actually express how you feel when somebody expresses how they understand how you feel. Okay, so I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to We Got You. 
We Got You is a podcast that gives a voice to every kid out there who doesn't have anyone to go to for advice, who might be scared to ask their friends, older siblings, or parents for help. We're here for you. And remember that right now is just a tiny part of your life and you will get through it. Tune in for the next episode where we speak with Melissa, a teen who was also estranged from her father and then reunited and then estranged again. If you want a chance to have your questions answered or appear on our show, submit your questions via DM on our Instagram at WeGotYouShow or visit us at WeGotYouShow.com. If you need to speak with someone about any issue you are facing, Youthline is a hotline you can call for help 24-7. Dial 877-968-8491 or text teen to teen to 839863. We Got You is sponsored by a grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting with special thanks to PRX and Tracks for Support. Production assistant is Carolina Garrigo. Theme music by Dima. Original composition by Dimitri Libman, Ollie Chang, and Guy Brown. Music edit, sound design, and mix by Rob Ballingal. Dialogue edit by Michelle Medias. And music supervision by Justin Morris. We Got You is created, written, and produced by Hallie Petro and Brandon Leganke in association with Sonic Union NYC. Till next time, this is Samantha Logan saying, We Got You. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is Tracks from PRX.